Ready? Three, two, one, and welcome, guys, back to the first uh, PLN podcast of the academic year. Hope you've had a good summer. Um, just to introduce myself, uh, my name is Will Lloyd. I'm with Catherine Sims, our network coordinator, and also Kate Percival, who is our primary MFL consultant. So say hello, guys. Hi. Okay, so I'm going to pass the agenda over to Catherine. Catherine, what's, what's on today's podcast? All right, well, welcome back, everyone, or, or welcome, if you're new, uh, to Primary Languages Network. This is our first podcast of the year. We're very excited, and we are going to be talking about a celebration that is coming up really, really soon called European Day of Languages. And it's just a really great opportunity to just celebrate all languages, not just European ones, as the name might suggest, but no, it's an opportunity to celebrate all languages. It is on the 26th of September, so it's not that far away. It does happen to be on a Sunday, so schools will be making those decisions as to whether they're going to celebrate this um, languages uh, day leading up to that weekend or perhaps in the week afterwards, uh, after uh, European Day of Languages on the Sunday. So that's what we're going to be talking about today. So... um, European Day of Language is a great opportunity for children who speak another language at home to come in and maybe teach some of that language to their classes. So if you have any children in your class who speak another language at home, this could be a fabulous opportunity for them to really shine and share something with um, their um, peers in class. So that's one great thing that we can use uh, to celebrate. Uh, But we also have a lot of other resources on the Primary Languages VLE. So this is just our opportunity to share with you what is out there, what you can go and have a look at, and then decide how you're going to mark this special Languages Day. So that's Mm -hmm. basically what we're going to be talking about today. So, um, right, so we're going to start off with this year's theme. And it was all about reaching out and going on a journey. And the fabulous Joanne Hornby has written us a song. It's a sea shanty. Uh, I wonder if, if you've heard it. Have you heard it, Kate? I have, and it's one of those songs, like Joanne has the uh, uh, ability to do, it's one of those songs that sticks in your head. Absolutely. And it's perfect for language learners because that just means they're going to go home singing it, they're going to be singing it at playtimes, and um, it's really embedding the language that's in there as well. Absolutely, and they're going to learn directions and Joanne is going to be there leading the way. There is a fabulous PowerPoint that she's put together where she's going to sing one part and then the teachers that can then join in with the children singing the the repeated part or and then they can practice singing the whole song right the way through and it's all really well structured and uh, supported. Uh, we've then gone on to build in a discussion Uh, There is a PowerPoint in seasonal specials for this year and it is all about packing a suitcase and going on a journey. Uh, It's not an ordinary suitcase, however, uh, you're going to be packing things like a map of the world or perhaps even a smile or a listening ear or an open mind and we're going to be discussing why those things are important and then at the end they've got the opportunity to complete a task and to pop the things into the suitcase and maybe discuss what some of those items would be in the target language that they're learning, opportunity for bilingual dictionary work. So there are lots of opportunities and lots of different activities we can do uh, with this theme. 
we also have a fantastic intercultural event that is taking place right now that you may have read about in the previous newsletters. It's called The Walk with Amal, and it's absolutely incredible, isn't it, Kate? It is. It encompasses so many different areas of the curriculum, actually. So I was really excited when... when uh, when you showed me this because it's just so cross-curricular mm-hmm. so I think teachers at the moment are going to look at this and just automatically think of so many different areas that it, it ties in within their curriculum. Um, yeah I mean it's uh, I mean I don't think even at first I fully understood what it was all about but more I find out about, about it uh, the more I think wow it's this is really incredible so this is a 3.5 meter tall puppy girl she's called Amal which means uh, hope in Arabic and she's she's travelled from the border of Syria and Turkey and she's coming all the way to the United Kingdom and she's going to arrive in Manchester in November. And it's like it's absolutely incredible. And the more I've read about it, the more interested I've become. She's visited Greece. Uh, she's had different emotions along the way. She's had a tantrum and there were fireworks going off to represent this tantrum that she had. Because she's actually, she's only nine years old, this puppet, and she's met an Italian grandma, she's shook hands with the Pope, uh, she's going to France this week, I think. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just, it's absolutely incredible, and the fact that this year we've, we've got a journey theme for European mm-hmm. Day of Languages, and what an incredible journey that we can tie in with here. Um, she's, uh, she's actually asking uh, you to send your letters in, uh, in October I think there's a link to a tweet in the newsletter if you go and have a look and she wants a mountain of letters to deliver to the European Parliament in Brussels in October so this is another opportunity for you to engage with this incredible journey and write these letters and there's an address on the tweet if you click on the link and then you can send uh, your letters there so it's um, it's really really an amazing event that we can tie our uh, European Day of Languages theme too. So hopefully that's giving you some good feed for thought there. <laughs> what do you think about that, Kate? I think, well, shall I tell you what my plans are? Mm-hmm. Because I've already shared this resource with, with my colleagues at school and they're really excited. Firstly, as I've said, that you know some of them are learning about refugees and what that means and how you know the, the idea of packing a suitcase and what you might put in there. Um, so they're already thinking about the links that they can make with other areas of the curriculum. Um, but in terms of a language element, I think it's the personal side of it that, that springs to mind for me. So as we said, Amal is going to be travelling through France this week, right up to when we're celebrating the European Day of Languages. So I'm going to be asking my children to imagine that they've met her or they're going to meet her. And firstly, you know, just simply how they would introduce themselves and tell them a little bit about themselves and what they might teach Amal as well. So how they would teach her how to say things in French, because we learn French at my school. Um, and then I think we're going to look at it from a geographical element as well. So we're going to have a, um, a big version of her her map on our wall and um, we're going to track her progress and maybe revisited some of the country names that we learnt end of last year with the Euro 2020 work. Oh, fantastic, yeah. Quite a nice prior learning there. And then uh, thinking about, I know my stage three learners and, and stage four learners are currently talking about um, their extended feelings and so not just saying I'm fine but saying why you're fine so what's making you happy what's making you sad 
and putting those conjunctions in the middle of sentences. And there's no reason why they can't do that from a mile's point of view. And obviously every day she's not going to be happy because she's on this quite you know tricky journey and she's going to be feeling that range of emotions. So it would be quite nice to write something about how she feels and why as she travels along her way. I think it'd be, that'd be quite nice to write two different poems. You could write from maybe the um, privileged position we're in uh, as children in or children in your school in this country compared to the amount. Mm. And you could write, I am happy because, mm. you know, I mm. have a PlayStation 4 or yeah. I am happy because I have a home tonight or I've got mm. food tonight. So you can mm. maybe write some really interesting, maybe with the older years mm. in the primary school, you could write some interesting perspectives Definitely. Poems. Yeah, there's just there's so much to be done with it, isn't there? Um, there's yeah, there's, uh, so it's it's really important that while in this podcast we are giving you all these ideas that you then go away, you have a think about it, you have a look in seasonal specials or what is in there, and then you decide what's right for your school. But we've certainly got lots of ideas for you today, so hopefully um, we have also got the Arabic resources on learning new language. Absolutely, so you yes. Can dip into those yeah. resources. Oh, wow, that would be nice. Greetings, that would be amazing. colours and numbers. Not got the scripture, but it's got the uh, the English 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 uh, alphabet or the yeah. common alphabet, European alphabet mm-hmm. um, on there. So you could learn how to introduce yourself yeah. in Arabic yeah. to uh, to a mark, wouldn't you? So one yeah. thing I'm really hoping to do as well is to um, take copies of any work that the children do and send it to our PLN Link School. Um, and I think that'd be a lovely way in, really, to introduce the new classes to their to the, their counterparts mm. at their, uh, their mm-hmm. PLN link schools. And then hopefully they can return just an email or, you know, put something in the post even yeah. of work that they've done around the EDOL. Fantastic idea. Yeah, that's really, really good. Uh, and while that's our theme for this year, we've also got lots and lots of other themes from previous years as well and we were talking earlier about emotions weren't we so I think the a, a smile is the same in any language would tie in beautifully there that was work on things like emojis and designing emoji wheel and lots of different uh, emotions there and also learning a language opens doors would tie in quite nicely here because um, that's what we're saying that uh, by allowing our children to learn another language it does certainly open doors and opportunities for them and there's a flag activity within that theme as well where you could you could almost do all the flags on a mile's journey couldn't you mm-hmm. around the doors and the greetings in different uh, languages along the way so I thought um, they, could, they could write her a birthday card you know because her birthday isn't it and on um I think she she turns 10 on the 20 something of October I think it's in is. London isn't she she's in London by yeah. then as well so mm-hmm. just something as simple as that it's writing with a purpose isn't it and you can do it in the target language and I was thinking about younger learners as well because part of the activity pack of uh, the walk with the mal talks about using a telescope to look through and and really you know focus on what you can see and that could be I'm thinking about the phrase I see, je vois or veo, that we did with last year's EDOL song, mm-hmm. um, which learners will hopefully remember so they can look through their telescope and see what they can see, look up words in a dictionary if they need to. Yep. Um, yeah, loads of links. In oh. fact, we had at our um, Leadership Twilight last week, we had some great ideas, didn't we, about mm-hmm. this and how different schools are going to be taking this forward. We could have dedicated the whole twilight to it, to be honest, but um, <laughs> no, there was some great networking and great discussion about it. 
And it was a popular session, wasn't it, Kate? It was. Oh, yes. <laughs> Very popular. I know lots of people wanted to join. Um, so, um, But you've got another one coming up, haven't you? So yeah. the Autumn 2 one is now booked in for Thursday, the 11th of November. So if you were uh, if you weren't able to join uh, Kate's last session, then you might want to have that one in mind, the Thursday, the eleventh of November, and join her for that one. And I'm that- pretty sure there'll be a guest speaker on there as well. Ooh. So there'll be somebody, somebody from a potentially outside the company, and if not, some inside the company to talk for twenty minutes about something or ten minutes and get some questions answered. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, well, that leads us quite nicely onto CPD, doesn't it? it does, well, yeah. okay. So we just want everyone to um, be aware of what we call our CPD journey. So if you are new to Primary Languages Network, or perhaps you feel like you need a refresher of the VLA and and get as much support from us as you possibly can, then you need to engage with something called our CPD journey. So, Will, can you tell us a little bit about that, please? Absolutely, yeah. So we've got four steps. Uh, number one is a VLA tour with me. Um, and that is free for all members to uh, join in on. And you can come to as many as you want, really. You can come once every year. You can, you can bring your whole staff on one time or just me. And it's a simple tour. You can ask on Zoom. You can ask questions on the chat. I'll answer them periodically. Uh, it takes 45 minutes. It's a bit of a just watch me click around and show you different things I do. Um, and it's just a useful, useful session, but it's nothing. Um, there's just not. I wouldn't call it a workshop. I'd call it more of a demo. Step number two is an effective coordination session with Catherine. Mm-hmm. Now, I call this a, a workshop, opportunities to come in with questions and ask about how to use the planning page, uh, how to coordinate effectively. Uh, Catherine comes in with frequently asked questions anyway, so she will tick most of the boxes that you're looking for in terms of being a good coordinator in that session. Both of those come with just being a member of the network and are hugely popular um, and get full quite quick. So definitely, and they happen quite regular as well. Mm-hmm. Catherine's is once a month, mine is twice a month. So just jump on and get stuck in really. Number three is the Languages Leadership Twilight Session, which we've just mentioned with Kate leading it. I'm there as well in the in the wings, just kind of giving the updates to the VLE, but it's very much led by Kate. Developing your, your skill of being a coordinator, uh, troubleshooting, sharing with other coordinators, skill sharing, going into breakout rooms, discussing what's happening. Uh, we found them very useful during the COVID times just to share stories and see how people are bouncing back from COVID, etc. They're very popular sessions again. And then we have our upskilling, languages upskilling, which is um, with Joe Hornby, Spanish and French, at the beginning of both half terms, of every half term, sorry, in both languages. And um, it is just an opportunity for your non-specialist to have that one-to-one with Joe, uh, learn the key vocab, build some confidence up, uh, and, and they're proving popular. I think we average about 25 to 30 per session uh, on there. Um, and yeah, they're just very useful sessions. And then on top of that, the last thing you can do in the CPD journey is book in a session, a whole staff CPD. If you are a premium member or premium plus member, you can schedule uh, on the dashboard now in the teal colored button. It says book your whole staff CPD. You can book in with me, have your uh, one to me to your uh, school training session on Zoom. Absolutely. So um, just got a few uh, dates there to uh, to tell you about and then uh, they will be appearing on the CPD calendar. There is always a CPD section in the newsletter and you can link through to the calendar and you can click on the events. So just some dates for you to jot down if you want to. So 
Um, effective coordination, uh, that's actually tomorrow, the 21st of September. However, it is fully booked, but I will be running the session again on Tuesday, the 19th of October. So if you wanted to join me uh, for that one, that's absolutely fine. And we'll run that every month as well, uh, as well as already mentioned. Uh, your next VLE tour availability is the 4th of October. Uh, the Premium Plus demo as well, For if anybody's joined us as a Premium Plus member yeah. and if you want to get to know that a little bit better or have a little tour or if you're interested in finding out what our Premium Plus package off will offer you, then you can come along to the Premium Plus demo. There's actually one today and there's one on the 11th of October if you can't make it today. As we've already mentioned, Kate's next uh, Leadership Twilight is Thursday, the 11th of November. And then the upskilling for Autumn 2, uh, we're going to have the Spanish one on the 2nd of November and the French one on the 9th of November. And you'll be able to sign up for those on the CPD calendar, click on the event and then book your place or places uh, for that. Okay. Brilliant. Is that, is that it for today? That is everything for today. Lots and lots of food for thought there, yeah. dates for your diary and so on. But hopefully you have found that useful and now you can go away and think about how you're going to mark European Day of Languages in your school. And please remember, if you can, share any examples of work that you have done. And if you are on Twitter, remember to tag at network underscore primary, please. That would be lovely to see what you are doing in school. Awesome. All right, guys, thank you very much for coming today and um, we'll speak to you next time. Thanks very much. Thanks. Bye. Bye.